Sports Open Line continues here on a Monday night. My name is Matt Pauley. A lot of Cardinal stuff to get to. Off day today. A couple off days this week. They'll play a couple games in uh, Toronto tomorrow and Wednesday. Have another off day on Thursday, and then they will uh, play a series against Washington. It's, it's You don't get two off days in a three-city trip very often where you get back-to-back off days on the road. That's just something that you don't see happen in a baseball schedule all that often, but it's uh, happening right here. Let's talk right now with the guy who covers the Cardinals for the Post-Dispatch STL today. does uh, a lot of the digital content uh, when it comes to uh, Cardinals baseball for STL today. He is Carter Chapley. You can follow him on Twitter at Chapley Media. Carter, thanks so much for uh, taking some time. I know you're in Toronto. How are you? I am doing well. I'm just enjoying all the Sights, sounds, and eats of the north of the 49th parallel right now. What's the first place you go to when you land north of the border? Oh, uh, so it, I've been very fortunate to, to enjoy Toronto for a very long time. Uh, I would say anything you can get in the Korean barbecue areas. Um, I know the traditional answer will be something like poutine or, mm-hmm. or something like that, or go to the one, one of many breweries that the city has to offer. But I will say that Toronto has such an international flavor and and cultural text to it that um i I personally prefer uh, the korean barbecue which is quite spectacular around here we've never spoken before and i'm about to tell you something that i'm sure will make you just think very poorly of me but i'm going to go out on the line here i had never been to canada my wife and i were in detroit we crossed over to uh, to get over uh, to Ontario. Uh, I guess that's what, uh, yeah, Ontario. So we go over. Yeah. We were big fans of the show, How I Met Your Mother, and they're always talking about Tim Hortons. So I knew there was Tim Hortons in the United States, but we wanted our first Tim Horton experience to be in Canada. So we go over from Detroit, and when we get to the you know the international security, and they ask, why are you entering the country? We literally said to go to Tim Hortons. I don't blame you even a little bit for that. I, I uh, When we drove up here this week, it was the literal first stop we made when we crossed into Windsor as well, was to stop and make sure to get some ice caps from Tim Hortons, which I don't need to be doing free ads for Tim Hortons, but I will say the ice cappuccino and the double-double are must-gets when you come to visit. Their food is so good. And you can get in the United States. It's all over. The funny thing was we probably passed like nine of them to get to yeah. because they're all over the Detroit area. But uh, I think we used to have two in St. Louis, but they're, they're no longer with us, unfortunately. Sad story. Sad story. All right, uh, let's actually talk baseball because that's probably what people want to hear me talk to you about. Uh, this <laughs> the, the story of Arenado and Goldschmidt, it, it's, it's such a... Uh, Everybody has a strong opinion on it, but people's strong opinions seemingly are not based off baseball. They're very much based off probably their political beliefs. And you go into the clubhouse, and there's Miles Michaelis saying yesterday, well, I kind of wish that I didn't even have the vaccine now. It doesn't seem like anybody inside of the clubhouse thinks that anybody's being let down, but there's a lot of people outside the clubhouse that feel like that's happening right now with uh, with Goldschmidt and Arnato. Yeah, I'd have to imagine maybe that sentiment changes, or maybe not changes. I mean, these are guys who live together and and work together and spend time together for, you know, nine months of the year. Like, I'm sure a two-day, taking two days off is, you know, not not horribly going to break up the locker room. Uh, But I would imagine that come the end of this trip, let's say, if they're on a, you know, what would be now a three-game losing streak heading back five games down in the division and the Phillies have caught you in the wild card race, Maybe at the end of the year, you're feeling a little less sympathetic 
to the cause when you're all of a sudden sitting home in October. Now, if you're if that's happening and you're missing the game, the playoffs by a game or two at the end of the year, and you're going to face the Blue Jays, who are, I mean, gosh, what are they? The third best record in the American League, and they could beat you anyways. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you really feel like that's the place that things went wrong. You probably look to the Cincinnati Reds losses or the losses to the Pirates or or whoever, but. It certainly does feel like this is an easy spot to pick out as being, hey, you kind of, you kind of didn't. Our two best guys, our middle of the order guys, didn't uh, didn't show up when we needed them. We're having this conversation in St. Louis because it's the Cardinals visiting there, but this conversation has been happening in Major League cities across the United States all season long as teams have visited. Is is Major League Baseball making a mistake allowing? baseball to essentially be played where everybody's business when it comes to their COVID vaccination status is public knowledge because of the requirements to enter the country? No, I, I mean, no. I mean, the Blue Jays also for two years played in Florida and Buffalo, and no one seemed to have any tears for them when they were away from home and had had no fans and, and things like that. It, I think it's important to remember that in order for, you know, non-American citizens to enter the country – into the United States, excuse me, you also have to be vaccinated, which we know there are plenty of non-American citizens playing Major League Baseball who would be impacted by this, whether they were coming into the States or going out of it. So, I, I mean, I think it'd be a problem one way or the other. It's a, I mean, it's a problem that we saw in the NBA. It's a problem we see in the NHL. Um, I, don't, I don't know if this is MLB's problem so much as it's just these are the terms in which you have to do to play in our game. And unfortunately, that's just the way it is. I'm not trying to overstate the negativity that goes along with the last few days of Cardinals baseball, but they lose two of three to Cincinnati. They got this COVID situation with some of players not available. Oviedo's not going to be available potentially because of a passport issue. You got Steven Matz going down with a knee issue. You got Harrison Bader, who has basically his rehab assignment go back to zero after he experiences some foot uh, foot pain on, on Friday night. Just there, there's nothing positive going on other than Paul Goldschmidt being you know just hitting home runs every day and being named the Player of the Week. Yeah, I mean it is getting to that point of the year where like you kind of have to start making decisions with the trade deadline looming and you kind of have to decide what you need to make this club, you know, the potential that you think you can reach when you have guys like Goldschmidt and Arenado anchoring your team, you have to go for it, I think. And I, I, you know, I think it's, I think it kind of pushes the hand of the front office or management to kind of make the extra move to add some, even if it's just positive vibes, positive energy into the locker room to, to change things up. I mean, I mean, it, I, I'm with you. It's, it's, it's looking bleak right now. I mean, that could change in two days, right? Like I think if you all of a sudden go to Toronto, maybe a split or even, you know, sweep all of a sudden it feels a lot less, like there's a lot less weight on your shoulders, I guess. The, the Soto stuff, it, it doesn't feel like it should be real, but every time you completely dismiss it, there's just like a little nugget that comes out from somewhere that you go, huh? Okay, maybe, maybe. Like, do you put, do you give any credibility to these almost, yeah, you know, the, these social media almost unnamed reports out there that continue to insist that maybe there's something going on between the Cardinals and Nationals? I don't totally, I don't totally dismiss it. I, I would have to imagine that they're calling and checking in and doing their due diligence and finding out what it'll cost. And if that cost seems right, then hey, let's make a deal. But I, I can't imagine that they're not engaged at all right like 
it, it feels like they wouldn't be doing their job if you find out a 23-year-old guy who, I mean, who's been a superstar in this league at that young with that much control. I mean, I'd be surprised, you know, that 29 teams should be calling and asking and doing their due diligence and be in on him. I mean, like, is the juice worth the squeeze? Maybe not, but you got to find out, right? Yeah, and I'm sure those conversations absolutely are taking place. The other side of it is clearly the biggest need for this team does come in the starting rotation. And when you get into the postseason runs, even good offensive clubs can be knocked down by really good starting pitching. Is it a scenario where if you – do you think adding him and just having that middle of the order with Arenado, Goldschmidt, and Soto, which obviously it would be tough to find any other team with back-to-back-to-back hitters that could match that – but at the same time, does that offset whatever struggles you might have from a pitching perspective because you probably lose out on the opportunity to go after a high-end starter? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you Pitching, I mean, I think we've seen pitching wings championships more often than not. It's very rare that a team is able to slug their way completely to a, to a pennant, and I don't think that changes here. I think this team needs a pitcher, probably more than one, probably somebody out of the bullpen and someone who's reliable as a starter. and. Do I think that adding, I mean, I, I, does, does adding Soto make your team better over the long haul? Absolutely, it does. You can, you can go into free agency and add a lot of pieces. If you're willing to invest the money into Soto, it's, hey, now you're all in. Your chips are all in. You might as well go out and get the next best piece to anchor your starting rotation, whatever that piece looks like. But if the goal is to win right now, I'd say you could probably make a really solid case that the best investment you can make is into a pitcher rather than a position player. Can you maybe be able to do both? I think you're probably taking away from the ability to get an impact starting pitcher or impact reliever when you trade away, when you trade the pieces necessary to get Soto. But, I mean, that, that's, that's kind of a decision you have to make based on where you feel the future of the organization is compared to the importance of winning right now. And I'm not sure I know how to answer that. Yeah, no, it's and I think everybody's trying to figure that out right now. Uh, he is Carter Chapley. You can follow him on Twitter at Chapley Media. Covers uh, the Cardinals for uh, STL Today. The Post Dispatch uh, does a lot of the digital content that you find uh, at STL Today. Carter, thanks so much uh, for the time. Uh, enjoy. I know you're only there for a couple days. Uh, get Tim Hortons a couple more times, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk again in in the future. Absolutely. Thank you for having me.